Morning everyone. Welcome to GCP in London. What is it? Initialism, Jeff. Initialism. Um, we're here today with our Jeff in his um, Brett the Hitman football shirt. Yeah, from Spanker, from Waxmith Apparel. Yeah, no, it, it fits well on you, Jeff, I will say that. Like a pink sheet. Pink sheet, yeah. Um, so we're currently in the uh, Hamilton Hall, um, London Liverpool Street, so Weather Spoons, double the price for the beer. £3.69 a pint for the real ale, not fit to be off your camera vouchers. Yeah, so, so I'm, I'm on the IPA 3.19 a pint, what are you on? Similar. Similar. That's the same. Yeah. So, uh, what we're going to talk about today is our trip to um, Burnley for Top Rope Wrestling Rope Rage at the Burnley Boys and Girls Club, yeah. Yeah, which is about twenty, about 20 minute walk outside of um, Burnley Manchester Road Station. Yeah. Burnley, Jeff? Uh, rough and ready, isn't it? It's a bit of a shithole, isn't it? Well, I was trying to be nice, in case it's not the <laughs> Yeah, it's not the most welcoming uh, looking on the eye place. No, definitely not. Yeah, um, it's, it's probably in need of a bit of investment, I think. Yes, and, and we come from Rochdale and Berwick, we, who've, had, who've had a bit of investment. Well, yeah, yeah. so we've come to spread the, spread the money around. Uh, so you see, it's all about putting a lipstick on a pig. I say so. So, uh, first pub we went to, Jeff when we got into Burnley was the Boot Inn, which is a Weatherspoons, former Yates, as I found now. Right, okay. Um, you didn't go market enough. No. Um, you, you said about this place at the, um, a bit scruffy. Yeah, they're just, uh, you know, dirty tables and that. But for a pint, £2.19 a pint. Yeah, nook of Pendle, I oh, had. Sorry, £2.10. £2.10, £2 yeah. £2.10, your 50p off, £1.60 a pint. So there you go, that's enough, so divided Weatherspoons. Well, you can get two for the price of one. Yeah. But then I don't feel like I have to watch me back in this one. Yeah, uh, so Nooker Pendle I had, uh, 5% I had this last time at their own like brewery tap place. Um, yeah. yeah, so we moved on from here. Went on a bit of a walk to find um, the best pub in Burnley, the yeah. Bridge Beer House. Many, uh, many Belgian beers in bottles and on the draft. Yeah, you had the Frew. And Frew Colch, yeah. And, uh, and Budvar. Yeah, fine to Budvar. Very foamy head. You could have a bath in it. Or you could. A lovely time. Nice, nice flake in the top of it as well. Um, I had the um, Twisted Oak Wild Wood, which was like um, a pale ale, 4%, £2.80 a pint, and a Mars Brow, which is a bottle. It's like... Um, an Austrian lager, 5.2%, four quid for the bottle. You, you're not breaking the bank here, are you? No, I think this is probably the most expensive place pint in Burnley. Yeah, and they also had them uh, little beers on sale, didn't they, Jeff? They did, the cheeky sorts. I thought I like the uh, Bock beer, the Blonde, and the uh, Pirate Triple Off. I think I know what you lot have been. Yeah, so they were charging like £3.50 for the, like, the Blonde. About four and a half quid for the triple pirate, which you can get for only about seven pound fifty for four. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Marco's going Marco, double fifty percent market, I think. No. Don't quote me on the back. No. So after we left here, 
and Jeff decided to get some food at the local McDonald's. We did walk into a chippy. They were they were mopping up, ready to short. Is what it is. How was McDonald's? McDonald's. Yeah. Instead of going McDonald's, I walked out and just went to the pub again, uh, which was the Retro Cafe Bar, where uh, I got chatting with a person called Dominic. Okay. It was on like um, a birthday party. Right. You could get um, seven shots in there for 13 quid. Black Sambucas. Big Linnea favourite. There you go, thumbs up from Linnea. Thumbs up from Linnea in the corner. Um, so I had here, so the Retro Cafe Bar, it's, there's like three bars in a row. And you suspect like from the outside they're going to be five lagers of doom. Like one's like a restauranty place, one's more like the Five Lagers of Doom place. And this one, when you walk in, yeah, and, and you walk in here, and actually some good real ale on a thought. So it was like Eagle's Crag Brewery. Yeah. Um, Eagle of Kindness, four point four percent IPA, two ninety a pint, and the Eagle has landed four point six percent, which you had, Jeff. 290. The decor in here very much very similar to Fab Cafe and the Hobo kiosk in Liverpool. Just a lots of tat. Yeah, random shit on the walls. Or a big massive cow, like a shiny a shiny cow, weren't they? Like, yeah, size. it's like that. Thing, it's like they robbed it outside the bull ring in Birmingham and yeah. got it to Burnley. Yeah, it wouldn't be surprising. It's probably something along them lines. You know, like you said in Liverpool, like Manchester with the snails, weren't it? I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the bees. The, the bees, bees, yeah. So, yeah, now we left here. I thought, I'll go back again here. Put, put it on the list with the Bridge Beer House. Yeah. There's not many other places I'd try in Burnley. The Big Window. We walked past there, didn't we? We thought, oh, we'll try the Big Window. And you see the clientele outside and thought, fuck that. Yeah. I thought exactly. So, when we got to the Burnley Boys and Girls Club... Um, some lads thought we were undercover cops to, to shut the show down. Well, I don't know about shutting the show down, probably shutting them down from the dealer in the back. Yeah. You know. So, yeah, we got asking the cops. I said, no, I said, but I can be if you want me to be. And they shout, say, oh, the swingers. Obviously not getting uh, getting the gist of sexual orientation and, um, and particulars like that. Yeah. Um, so we'll have to do about a podcast about swinging, Jeff. If you, if you, well, we do know a lad who actually uh, had a membership for a swing, a swingers club, didn't he? Sucker told for three hundred quid. He did, yeah, yeah. That's as far as he got. So, um, Burnley Boys and Girls Club um, as a venue, you enjoy it. Yeah, it's a nice little, nice little place, weren't it? Um, Fit about a ton in. Yeah, not much, not many more. Uh, Drinks were all right, prices were they? I mean, yeah. I got three different prices. Uh, Jameson's and Coke, double Jameson's and Coke, it ranged from £2 to £3.90, what it should have been. And I got um, £3.50 in the, in the middle, so yeah, the bar staff were the most uh, clued up. They were writing it down as well, what we're going through on the card machine. Yeah, that's right. Ethel, we've done 100 quid tonight. Keep up with the good work. Yeah, we'll get around Burnley, they breaking the door down, won't they? <laughs> Maybe them three lads will be back with brick, brick bats. And yeah, that. probably so, Jeff. Nice, a nice garden area Allegedly. here. Allegedly. Nice garden area outside, I thought. Um, we were chatting to someone in the car park at our time. Yeah, where the son, um, the, is it the nephew or the grandson is a wrestler? I would have been doing it five months, was it? 
what's he called? What's his name? She's like, I don't know if he can tell you. Gay Fave's not dead, is it? Yeah. But she, she'd only been to wrestling twice. She was fretting uh, for him getting hurt, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's done all right so far. Good stuff. Um, I were on can, a can of Guinness, two quid, and then because that were the only can of Guinness left, Guinness original, and then went on to um, John Smith's. Ugh. Thankfully, I had uh, a Jameson's and Coke to. Uh, what price did you get charged? Um, I got charged three fifty. That's price of seven pound twenty to make up for the all the times that I uh, uh, shortchanged myself. So that's a drink done. Um, say about a ton in there. Yeah, decent size, lots of families, lots of kids. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, us, us two at back. Us two at back, Statler and Waldorf. Um, we had Graham Pierce on uh, ring announcing uh, from old PCW. And on commentary, we had um, a trio here. Tom McManus. Boo. Yeah. Connie Von D. Hooray. Who come out to Do Hats by Ramstein. Fairly do. First time Ramstein's been... Fairly do hast. Fairly do hast. And... Uh, Someone called Lord Jeff. It wasn't me. It was like it was a little lad with like a an ornate cane and a, and a suit. Yeah. He was also doing the merch. Maybe it's on work experience. Yeah, who knows? But um, yeah, commentary team. I think they said they're going to put this on YouTube somewhere. And... Yeah. Eventually. Eventually. Well, yeah, they were saying where the cameras were, there was one on the ring, somebody was holding the camera, yeah. the camera facing the crowd I think as well, a hard camera. Yeah. Uh, nice little set Yeah, no, it, it is a good, good set So, um, let's get into the action, Jeff. Um, so we had tank team action, the models, Joey Hayes and Danny O, a staple of every show that we've been to. <laughs> Uh, this is the 9 9. They didn't come out to Nana 9 by uh, N Dubs. So have you got tickets for N Dubs yet, Andrew? I'm not, I'm not uh, entertaining that. Hey, no. no. Not a big fan. No. So it was Jack Morris and Dickie Divers. Dickie Divers, yeah. Former ICW man. He's, he's always on them Buddy Tottenham shows. Alright, okay. Yeah, Dickie Divers. Um, did you enjoy this match, Jeff? When they were touring. Yeah, yeah. Possibilities, yeah. Jack Morris, yeah. Tag team as well. I think they were like tag team champs in ICW once over. Um yeah. Any any inkling of what the nine nine means? They like flakes? 99? No. Not a clue. Um, there you go. So, yeah, no, I did put like simple tag match, but effective. Good fun. I think crowd, crowd were into everything, weren't they? Yeah. Just but just stick two wrestlers in front of them, they were like, they were going crazy at anything. So, um, Hayton Hope actually won with um, Holt super kicking Morris and um, pinning him. Then after the match, uh, everybody got involved in the catwalk, didn't they? got the referee where he, was, he said, can you do a catwalk? And he got on his and hands then, and knees. And he's like George Galloway, yeah. Do you want me to be the cat? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Graham Pierce doing it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, after here, we had um, four-way four action. Sweeney, 
who's like he comes out like a bouncer sort of with a flat cap like a Peaky Blinders Scottish version yeah versus I, I, I just put El Lucha I couldn't get his name yeah Man in Mask versus Saqib Ali who we've seen before on Megaslam as Prince Ali versus Arquez Kez Evans who's um, a ICW, ICW champion I do know. You do now. Um, enjoy this. It was okay. Yeah, I, I would have thought. I think out of the matches, this is probably the one. You know, it was all right, but it's probably the one I least got yeah, into. I wasn't invested in any other participants. No. You know, you can get, try not to get behind Babyface or somebody doing heelish things on the other side. It just, together for me just like it was a match mm. um, Arquez won um, with the razor's edge yeah, um, on the pinning cool. Saqib that was quite impressive though, how he got it yeah, yeah yeah he's a big big lad as well isn't he yeah, a unit of a lad yeah. but if you said to me he was ICW champion I don't see anything that stands out no you might need to see more of his matches before you have a yeah. formal opinion yeah but I just did you did <laughs> Next up, our Jeff's favourite were on next. Um, well, it was BT Gun yeah. of um, ICW fame versus the one and only James Mason as a baddie. As a baddie, first time I've ever seen him as a baddie. And I thought he's just as good as what he is as a baddie. Yeah. It just, it's his, it's his mannerisms, it's his work with the crowd, you know, he was like good for little kids and that, and he was shitting the When he was getting the. Um, PT going in the hole where he had on top he's going yes 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 and obviously when it's reversed he's going no 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 I love that I love that did he want less instead of more he did you none of it I want less I want less he should have done that. no well we were chanting when BT Gun were on top we want more we want more <laughs> yeah that's what he started yeah. clapping away to it yeah oh yeah this was a, this was a fun match yeah I thought it was very 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 good match probably best at night for me when there's this and another match later on which um, contenders for the matches of the night yeah. I know non-refundable we'll have to get an email onto them oh, just on about our train tickets which we're hoping for a refund um, but Jeff uh, Mason actually won with the folding press on the ropes he did he cheated um, but yeah excellent as a match Yes, I agree. Yes, 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 yes. And then you have the half-time break where we saw the Terminator in the crowd. <laughs> yeah, he was like a young man. He had the, sort of the haircut, the glasses, the look, didn't he? The jeans. The jeans and everything. Yeah, he was getting well-oiled and some garlic. I know, so when we sit, so I think it was Danny Oak and Joey Hayes were sat in the corner, weren't they? They'd come out of the back and start watching the matches. And we say, oh, it's the Terminator, so me and you start going... I think Sheikh El Shammer pointed it out as well, yeah, he didn't did, he? Yeah, he did, yeah. Um, so, after the break, we, we, here comes Sheikh El Sham um, to um, you know berate the audience as usual. And um, out come his opponents. First off, coming out to... Um, all the small things by Blink 182. Fucking hilarious. Little legs. 
and don't laugh, Chris. <laughs> um, it's a long and a short of it, isn't it? Um, yeah. We were like, you were asking, oh, it's got a little legs and it's a little legs, and then fucking, fucking blink one eight two, all the small things. I thought, you're taking the piss, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, the crowd laughed you up. First time seeing little legs, yeah? Yeah, it is, yeah. yeah. Obviously, he's, he's been around for donkey's years, hasn't he, Chris? Oh yeah. Have you seen him many a time, Chris? I've seen him a few times on like uh, old All Star shows and stuff. I know he works like um, Henchman Gym quite a bit, and that's all. He's got a few guys that he works quite regularly with. Obviously, you knows Shake Al Sham through the Mega Slam and yeah. those style of shows. I think so. Makes sense. He's on these shows. Yeah. He's an interesting attraction. I think. Yeah. Uh, the kids, I think, always kind of see him as. Like one of their own, even though like he's a fucking rough-looking 40, 50-year-old man or whatever. But, uh, we got a high five off little legs, didn't we? Yeah. Well, a little low five. five. Low <laughs> five, yeah. yeah. I thought he was good. He was doing a lot of like um, biting his ass, biting Shake's ass, and yeah. <laughs> head butting him in bollocks. And, oh, and no, he did a tornado DDT, I think, as well. I did. Yeah. It was. It was the first time seeing him. He was very, very good for what he does. Yeah. You know, and obviously with the longevity he's had as well. I think, yeah, very, 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 counting, counting, faster, faster. The count. The very, 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 so it was ended up a two on one handicap match basically. Yeah, he did the well, count. Well, not two on one, well, one and a half. You know. Yeah, he did the count long count one people's elbow, didn't he? One elbow, ah, ah, ah. Then he did two and then he three. What is today's number? Three, three elbows. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> uh, 1,000. <000. laughs> oh, no, he's still going. Come on, we've got to go home, count. I feel like when Chris Jericho read like that list of a thousand olds, weren't it? <laughs> Come back after the break, he's still going. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jeff, uh, this match, you, you, you enjoy it? Solid comedy. Um, yeah, all that. Shane well knows how to um, show his arse, doesn't it? Figurous of this week. Yeah. Yes, so rather, you know. But yeah, it makes putting over the other hands, isn't it? You know, it's a, it was, that's what it was. It was a comedy match. You know, they, play, they all played the part. Yeah. It was, it was a really, really good match. Yeah. Um, so in the end, uh, Little Legs and the Count pinned the shake um, for the victory here. Next up, singles action. We've seen this match a few times on the Northwest scene in, over the last year. It is jumping Jimmy Jackson, or just Jimmy Jackson nowadays. This is, he's a god of this fucking shit. It's MVK all fucking day. Um, MVK versus Jimmy Jackson. This was another banger. Yeah. Weren't it? It was really, really hard. This was hitting. like your. Your work rate. Right. Your work rate right match, yeah. Yeah. I definitely would, yeah. Um, Valkavius, bloody hell, he, he put, put some fucking hurting on Jimmy Jackson. Yeah. So it, it, it's, you know, some Like chops, weren't Yeah, as well. Snap, it snapped to his manoeuvres, you know. It just, yeah. You're like, you're like, you know, like Phil Scalari on that fucking gift. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, looked like he really weighed in, but... I bet that. Mmm. Yeah, I've seen that. Um, Just offered them 35k cash out. Have they? I'll take it. Um, 
go on. Yeah. Um, the, like I said, these two worked like the cinema in TNT, but I think this was a step above that match as yeah. well. Just really hard hitting. Both hands went at it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, MBK Valkavius won by the DVD to Jimmy uh, for the victory. I said they worked very well together. Yeah. Yeah. As I a like unit. To, well, not as a unit, as a pairing, but I'd like to see the match again. I think it's one of them that you can literally, like I said, tour around the North West, what you're doing, you know, and, and you won't come away disappointed. No, no. I think called MVK, uh, but we did put here, it deserves another chance. Like, in, what do you mean? No, no, it deserves to be in a lot more places. Oh, yeah, like, it, it seems like it's somebody, you, you know, obviously it's in a PCW, that infamous match where it went over, over long. Yeah. And then I think the only place you'll probably see him is like in the camp show. Yeah. Yeah, it seems to be branching out a bit more into the, the northwest area, probably as well. As well. But yeah, I'd take him on board and do some more outdoor matches because he's really, really good. And also, um, Jimmy Jackson as well. Yeah, I think Jimmy Jackson's improved from. Um well, he's gone more to the body of his work now since like the GPW days where he was just not on the sort of like the flippy guy. The flippy guy, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, he's just got more about him. And he's a more well-rounded wrestler than like say when he started at GPW. Um, yeah, I'd like to see more from him. So, uh, main event now. Team Shake. It was Raw vs Smackdown as Blue Shirt Army, he Team did. Snow. You said, oh, they're going to come out in the red T-shirts the next lot, Team Shake, and lo and behold, they did. Um, <laughs> So this was like um, a Survivor Series elimination style match uh, where the winners got control of top rope wrestling. So it's basically Team Shake, who's headed up by Shake El Sham, um, versus um, Team Snow, headed up by Snow. Yes. So um, a wide range of characters in this match. Um, what did you think of this uh, matchup? I thought. Because um, a lot of these were in the Rumble last time. They were, and you could tell some are further on, you know, with the wrestling ability but, than others. I think they are shown in that Rumble. But giving it a couple, of, a couple of more months, and I think everybody's shown. Yeah. There wasn't a bad, a bad point in the match. No. It, it, it did constantly keep going, didn't it? Constantly it constantly kept going. Everybody played the part, and it came out a decent little way. Yeah. So, um, so it ended up like Shape being the last one on his team against Snow, um, Melissa Fierce and the other lad. Can't think, can't think of his name, but he's got like um, like an afro, like No Way Jose's. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought he's, he, he looks the part him. So does Melissa Fierce, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like we are saying, um, we've seen Melissa Fierce a couple of times and I think this is one of her better outings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, they, they, to be honest, they all looked very good in this. And yeah, I will I, say that. I, I agree. I mean, uh, I think obviously with the training school as well, I think they're doing really good things. Yeah. You know, I think, um, you know to say it's been, I think it's been open about a year, hasn't it? Yeah. I think, you know, they're, they're building up the talent. You know, what they've got, I'm surrounding them with very good, good, good yeah. workers. Not just, you know, you fly by now, it's really good workers. Yeah, well. they always have live bloody. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm just assuming this, they're helping them at the training school by the road down here, you know. 
yeah. Well, they always have like guest trainers on, like like James Mason, Dave Taylor's well, always there, and um, Jack Jester. You and did see James Mason in the corner, watch, actually watching the matches. Yeah. Expecting to give some sort of feedback on you know, how, they, how they're coming along, you know, helping people along. Yeah. It's great to see because I think we can see it in between the two shows. Um, you know, and the wrestlers, what's uh, being trained, you can see their improvement. It only benefits everybody. Mm. Yes, Chris. Um, so, yeah, Fierce actually, uh, Fierce actually won with um, a 450 um, to pin shake. Uh, for the finish um, final elimination and then when the match finished Jeff yeah. um, Snow turned on his partners which you said Chris you weren't there but you, when I was telling you this morning you said you should have done that halfway through the match yeah what's the point of you turning heel after the match like thinking if he's control so has he got control he's got control now himself? yeah well then he wanted to be on Shake's team anyway yeah probably more than right. likely an odd one um, I don't like working a whole match and then turning you. Yeah. Like, unless it didn't work any of the match prior to the finish. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there you go. That was the main event, Jeff. And after after it, the, um, they were laying a beat down on Fierce and the tag team partner. And then out popped uh, Little Legs and um, the Count. To um, chase to chase Snow and Shake off, so it's set up, set it up last uh, for next time. Count versus Shake in um, an almighty tussle on the 23rd of July. Sadly, we're not going to be there, Jeff. They're at another venue, another venue in Burnley. Making the rounds, aren't they? Oh, they are. Um, and they're also running. Uh, they're, they're just opening up the Top Rope Wrestling Academy in uh, Salford, which is the former Pinfall Pro. So they're doing a show there on the 20, I think 25th of June, which I think we're elsewhere as well. That day we're in, um, we're actually in London, so sadly we can't go, but you should go. Well, yeah, I think we should make, make time to go and watch Top Rope Wrestling, either in Burnley or the Fall Point Manchester South Slash and Salford. Uh, shows, yeah, uh, really good shows. Good shows for the family as well. You know, you won't see any weed whackers fucking... No, you won't. ...fucking drawing pins of the Colliery like. Championship Wrestling, yeah, definitely yeah, not. no, definitely not. Um, yeah, good, solid action. Get to see, you know, lots of decent wrestlers. Trainees are coming on, coming on in leaps and bounds, you know. I recommend it. They actually, to be honest, they actually had two coppers turn up last night before the show. To, they did. To check everything was all above board. Certainly did, yeah, yeah. Shake the lane on the charm, and the front door and that. Yeah. Such a £20 note. Oh, no, 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 no,
RKGJ, if he gets the win, like gets the win that Osprey couldn't, or like you know fills his main event spot, and then you can kind of build it as opposed to, and then you can do the match against Tanare next time, or the match against Cobb next time, and stretch it out a little further. And I don't know what the the dear, I, I don't know if Maloney's booked or anything, but Maloney, Dan Maloney feels like the best alternative, like have a match with Tanare. Yeah, that'd be a decent sort of uh, battle. I, I, I thought like um, they'll do a fuck thing. Like Mad Kurt comes out to challenge Suzuki. Yeah, it's like um, they'll not announce anything. Mad Kurt will come out challenge Suzuki. Like, no, I won't challenge you. He's your opponent, and yeah, I mean that works if it's a big heel or something. Yeah, or a big so... import just like unannounced comes from nowhere. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you've got time to get anybody in, given how late it was. Unless they already knew about Will's illness before they announced it. Yeah. So they've managed to work something. But even still, like, so many people are kind of tied up in Best of the Super Juniors or the New Japan America Tour or GCW. It's difficult to try and pull somebody out somewhere. My thought would be Alex Coughlin, because he's already been over recently. But that's not a big enough name, really. For, no. For the spot. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, I was thinking maybe you could put him against Hanare and then that yeah, yeah, yeah. move up. Um, okay, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they maybe put Ozzy Open versus the last business in the main event spot, because that will steal the show anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, that will be a, but, uh, uh, a big th- Rev Pro style main event. I think it's good, though, with Rev Pro, and probably say this on the podcast tomorrow, like how they can, they've got people to instantly fill their main event spots, like an Oku, like an RKJ, innit? Yeah, I mean, obviously not to the name level. Not to the name level, but... I think but... Uh, match quality-wise, if you sub in... I mean, they're not going to sub in Oku, obviously, because it's the Mills thing uh, that they need to kind of finish off before the tag league. Um, and then, yeah, so, I mean, if you slip RKJ into there, it's not the name value, but you'll certainly get a, a decent enough match that you won't feel slighted. But, yeah. I'd say, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they switch the tag match into the main event slot because that'll probably go absolute balls to the wall even if people haven't seen the Velocities like, yeah. if you've seen that match mental. that they had in, in Australia from last year I think Carl Fletcher put it on his Twitter like he's put the first one up YouTube the second one on YouTube and there was a third one he's seen yeah. in the York or today yeah. yeah looking forward to it it'll be proper fucking high energy fucking PWG style a lot of the bullshit sort of flips and shit but it's entertaining when you're watching it live so. it is literally like like you were saying, which match do you go and get a wait in the queue for an hour for a drink? Yeah. And I think you're struggling. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm not a huge Sunshine Machine fan, but I, I mean, their work's improved, you know, hand over fist. Yeah. The Lycos uh, haven't really progressed at all, I don't think, in that same sort of comparable way. But it's still Sterling and Riley's in there who've been good on like, oh, They've been really good on progress, so it'll be interesting to see how they make that transition. Because I think Yolter and Silk Shoulders in there. Yeah, and I think a lot of people kind of have Sterling pigeonholed as a certain style of wrestler, even though he's got another gear to him. You see more in OTT than you do in a lot well, of other places. Well, we've seen him do um, top role wrestling last time, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. He's he, got, he was very good there. He's very good at kind of like do the stuff for the, the kids in the family sort yeah. of thing, but he's also got that extra gear where he's actually like a top level performer as yeah. well so it'd be interesting to see I mean the only guys in that match that you're really worrying about I mean outside the like I mean you show Rubino's not delivered to a high level yet over it no. so he's going to have to show up and start doing some Yolt Yolt has been best out of the two hasn't he yeah. Yeah. yeah so I mean it'd be interesting to see what happens there the rest of the card looks good looking forward to Alex Windsor versus Tyler Smiley Kylie uh, that'd be good 
Luke Jacobs and Robbie X. That'll be a banger, I think. I still, a... I still think they should have put the belt on Luke Jacobs when he challenged Oku at Southampton. Yeah. I think that was the right time to move that belt off yeah. Oku. Uh, my thought is they might turn Mills heel again, so he wins the belt, and maybe they get pulled out of the tag league and somebody else goes in the spot. Yeah. Maybe something like, because it's a big York Hall show for it just to be a tag league. And yeah. that's between two partners. But, uh, yeah, my opinion was Jacob should have won that belt at, at Southampton and just uh, go for it. If anything, when you think about it, how long has Ethan Allen got to go the boys? October, November. So too soon. Too, yeah, yeah. Too, yeah too, too soon. I mean, they could have another import team. They could have somebody. But, yeah. I mean, that tag league's looking really good. There'll be some really good uh, matches on there. Like say, got uh, finals Sterling at Manchester, in it. Yeah, it's on the big Manchester show. Yeah. Which has, might not have bought a ticket for you. I've got. We've got the Jeep. <laughs> yeah, just G buy one. the Jeep ones and stand at the back. It's, yeah. Uh, same strategy for anyone. I think we're third row today, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have yeah. I? Yeah. I'll get nose bleeds. we got third row for like 30 quid. Yeah. Uh, really hard. Because that's what one of my bugbears about the last Sheffield show. It's like, always having to pay exactly the same amount to stand at Sheffield than to sit third Take row in the next time, isn't yeah, it? So. Well, I mean, Andy Q did say that um, the original lineup was supposed to be reflective of the price, which I guess kind of means Aussie Open was supposed to be there, but they went to PWG and whatever Osprey else. Osprey as well, were. Yeah, so. We'll see. Yeah. Really well. Um, so there you go. Cheers, yeah. No problem. Cheers, Chris. Cheers, Andy. We'll get you. I'll get you a pint in, don't worry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't believe him. Don't believe him. <laughs> See you all later, folks. Bye-bye.